Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shaw. Women Today, brought to you by CityWing.com for your next flight away. Can have once one had, tonight, though. Once you've had one glass of wine, then you're very keen to have another. Well, so, yeah. 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 Do you know this? This is this is great because we, we're supposed to be talking about more beach buddy stuff in this in this uh, <laughs> special Women Today podcast. Actually, what we're talking about is the joys of red wine. Yes. Well, why not? Yeah. But speaking of which, red wine comes in glass bottles. It does. Yes. Which leads us to talk about the likes of recycling yes. and things that, in general, you think, Bill Dale, that we can do to help not only the island sort of coastlines and shorelines but you know sort of just little things we can do to help the planet in general i think it's uh, it's an easy thing to do these days because the uh, the amenity sites are great we you can imagine we spend a lot of time going to amenity sites uh, we separate the uh, findings that we get on a beach so we separate things like plastic bottles tin cans glass bottles pieces of metal and anything else that will go into a separate area and then the rest of it goes to the energy from waste plant makes electricity so it's a hundred percent everything that we we collect is used on that basis so if, if you go to the amenity sites, which I just think they're great places. They are, I've found yeah. some lovely treasures. I don't know about you guys. I've uh-huh. found some great things over the years. Uh, but how easy it is to recycle these days. I know the local authorities have different policies on this. Some are very keen on it. Others aren't bothered at all. But it's easy for the individual to do it. It's not, not difficult. But then there is, I've always had that question as to, because obviously living on the island, we don't have a, a sort of dedicated recycling plant. I know we were talking just off air there yes. about the glass bottles being recycled over here, which is brilliant. But but the stuff gets put on a ferry and then put in a truck and then shipped off and sort of transported, doesn't it? So, But is it still worth us doing it? Yeah, it doesn't, it, it's, uh, it doesn't go too far. Mm. I think it's, it goes to recycling centres in the north of England. Um, things like plastic, if you get a tonne of plastic now, Believe me, that is a lot of plastic because they press the, the bottles down. Uh, I mean, you could fill a swimming pool probably with a ton of uh, of full, you know, of, of empty plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. It's such a big size, but it's worth best part of a thousand pounds, I think, a ton. Now that's you know that's not that's not um, small amounts of money. And the same for things like uh, tin cans, certain types of tin cans, like uh, Coke cans, the ones which are made of aluminium. alloy or yeah. aluminium. And they're, they're worth a fair bit of money. Metal's not worth much at the moment. Uh, glass bottles are not sent away anymore. They used to be until a few years ago. And now they're crushed at Corlett's in Peel. And they go into aggregates, which is a, a good way of, uh, of using it up and, it uh, and putting it to proper use. But what about, uh, there are others that say with, with transporting um, in the island using the trucks and things, the, the, the potential impact on the environment with that. So does does the does the benefit in recycling still outweigh the sort of transport of it and those effects on the environment? I, I it's one of those questions, isn't it? Mm. Um it's difficult if you one. ask for figures it's not the not the easiest thing to get yeah. a hold of. I, I, I don't think it would be done if it wasn't making any any sense. If it was costing serious money to do this and the, it seemed to be of worth of, of no value in the end, then I think they would just stop doing it. I, I think there's a genuine desire. Certainly Douglas Corporation, very good at, uh, at what they do, and they've got a, a really good recycling area up at, um, where is it now, up near B&Q. They have their, their proper recycling centre up there, and it is, it is a really slick little organisation. Now, we've been joined by Nicola Holt this week while Beth's been off with the Little Littlelands for half term. Uh, Nicola, you're nodding there in the background. Do you recycle? 
I do. Yes, I do. I've Good got my girl. green bin and my blue bin. And um, yeah, we uh, ever since they uh, Douglas Borough Council brought them out, we've um, we've been a recycling family uh, and I'll teach my little one to recycle as well. Good. And my, my bins go out. Um, but yeah, and I, I just wish it was an island wide thing. Unfortunately, I don't, it isn't because what Bill was saying, they've got different attitudes. Local authorities got different attitudes towards yes. uh, recycling and stuff. But um, yeah, I think if more people recycled um there'd be huge benefits to it's certainly a message that we um we we drill home to the children who come with us and beach cleaning because we do have lots of families coming new families turning up all the time you know they're very welcome to come along and uh, it's great that the kids take it on board because they see that even on the beach we are starting off the recycling process so it's a it, it gets through to them from a very young age and if you, you know yourself there's things that you learned in your own childhood by the time you're five it's just part of your of your psyche mm-hmm. you don't you don't change from then on you it's things that you understand so if, if we can get kids and which is why we're doing this program in the schools if you can get kids up to the age of 15 actually doing things second nature and they don't think about it we will break the cycle I, i'm convinced that that can happen and nicola you mentioned um some sort of little things even that you were saying that we could do to sort of make a difference just around the home uh, yeah, it's just that um, if if you use a particular room more than others, or or you rather you don't use a room more than others, turn the radiator down a little bit if you're not spending that much time in there. Turn a light off when you're yes. leaving a room. Um, things on standby, turn them off. Um, you know, just sort of save power and let you save yourself money and nothing absolutely. else. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look <laughs> so at yeah, how much electricity um, bill is these days. And um, obviously, I'm not a child, but for the last few years, I've watched campaigns and I've seen TV adverts and I've read articles and I've spoken to people like Bill and stuff. Um, and it does; it just sort of sits in your brain. You know, the next time you leave a room, you walk past the light switch and you go, "Oh, I'll just turn that off." Um, and it becomes uh, it just becomes part of your lifestyle. You yes. get into the habit of doing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, are I you agree. very conscious of things like that, Bill? Oh, absolutely. I, um, I my house at night time is lit with um, candles a lot. Uh, I have a wood burning stove. I I probably have maybe one small lamp with a with a low um, low output bulb inside it, and I do. Uh, people will come into my house and think it's like Christmas all the time. And I suppose it is to some extent, you know, and I have fairy lights, which I use uh, with batteries, rechargeable batteries, and you recharge the battery in the car. So I, I think about that. I mean, to be honest, it's second nature to me. That's just what I do, you know. I think some people might find it a little bit odd. They might find my house a little bit dark, but it would also be very um, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, listeners. If anyone is uh, is liking the sound of Bill Dell's voice today on our podcast, <laughs> anyway, moving that swiftly on. <laughs> uh, someone else uh, who was a little bit of a rascal in his time, Norman Wisdom. Oh, was uh, he? You were buddies with Norman, weren't you? Tell us some of you. So tell us what's one of your favourite memories of Sir Norm. You know what? He loved people. And I remember going with him. Uh, I was doing some work with him. We we were uh, raising money to build a hospice at Chernobyl, actually, for children. And uh, part of that was just getting, you know, getting to know him. And now and again, he would say, come on, uh, take me for a cup of tea in Ramsey, you know, because he lived in Andreas. So, yeah, jump in the car and off you go. And we were walking down the street in Ramsey and it was busy in the summer. And lots of people around. And, of course, people would see somebody as famous as Norman. I mean, let's face it, he was mega famous. 
And they would sort of nudge each other and quietly say, whisper to each other, there's Norman across the road. And he would spot this. And the next thing you know, he'd go over and deliberately bump into them, you know, because he just, <laughs> he, he loved to engage with people. And then he would have a bit of a laugh. You know, he was he was a cheeky monkey and he was always very clever at getting kisses from girls. He was. Oh, he was very good at that. But he just loved people and those little stories about him just bumping into people. And I was running about in a house as well out at Neobel. And um, I had a, uh, I think it was a plasterer and a joiner and we were doing all sorts of work. And Norman loved property, you know, he loved property renovation. He built his own house twice over here and he came to uh, to my place and uh, these guys nearly fell off the ladder because, you know, he started shouting to them up the ladder. And they, I, I, I didn't tell these guys that Norman was a frequent visitor. He'd come down to my place maybe once a fortnight, once a week. And there, at the bottom of the ladder, was Norman Wisdom shaking the ladder, you know, and having a laugh with them. It was really good fun. And, of course, with Norman, things happened, you know, because he was very good. You know, he, he did this falling over a lot. Yes. He was very mm-hmm. clever at falling over, but quite often he was falling over because he was a bit clumsy. <laughs> and you can imagine you've got Norman Wisdom at the bottom of your ladder shaking it while oh, you're up there word. doing a bit of joinery. It was really quite interesting. He was such a character. He was a lovely man. He was a character. Oh, speaking of characters, Nicola, there was something else we didn't get to on the show today, wasn't there? Well, yeah, I read the information that you sent through before you came on the show. And um, something that I think people would find interesting about you is that you apparently do impersonations. Well, Who I, can you do? And can you do it for us now? When I've had a <laughs> no few pressure. glasses of red wine, I'm very good at impersonations. Well, it just so happens. Just, I've got a bottle. No, I'm oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do a, um, a Beth Espy. <gasps> do you? Now? Yes, I do. Oh, and, you have to do that for us. And I do a Batman. Okay, so okay, pray quiet, pray silence. We you would might, like you might Batman find, first. You Batman might find first. that they're similar. Oh, oh, Beth Espy apparently sounds like Batman. Okay, do as you Batman first. Hello, I'm Batman. <gasps> That's and brilliant. I also double up as Beth Espy with the dark, deep, sexy voice. <laughs> Oh, Beth, I wish you were here to hear this. Well, don't you worry. I'm going to immediately after the show and after this was put online, this is going straight to Beth. <laughs> I think she's going to love this. Or Breath SP, as we're going to call her from now on. Uh, Bill Dale, it's been such a joy speaking with you today. Um, just for those who are listening to the podcast, uh, just let people know if they do want to volunteer for Beach Buddies, how they can do that. Uh, the easiest way is to go onto the Facebook page. Uh, leave me a message, um, private, mail me an email address, and then you can go on the list to find out when events are on. Uh, We go out pretty much every Sunday morning. In fact, we go out every Sunday morning. Um, If it's horrible rain, I still go out, but we don't ask volunteers to go. Oh, bless you. But that's just, you know, it's part of what we do. Uh, What is is one of the um, the, the most sort of litter-covered beaches on the island, then? uh, Places like Langness and Castletown uh, and... Ramsey and Portmore, places where the litter collects and doesn't get blown away. Mm. So if you're on the on the west coast, for instance, you go to somewhere like Kurt Michael and Balaf, it'll go a little bit further. Each time there's a storm, it gets blown further and further, and then it'll go around the corner and end up at places like Cranstall and Ramsey. But when it goes to a place like Langness and Castletown, there's nowhere else for it to go because the prevailing wind is always into the bay. So that's a pretty bad point. But to be honest, it's collecting all the time because it's coming. And, and on, the, on the West Coast, you'll find that loads of it is from Ireland, which means that the stuff that's going out through the river here at Douglas is probably ending up giving us a bad name in places like Blackpool and Carlisle and Morecambe. 
Oh, so, yeah. which and is not so good. many of our, our things have actually got Isle of Man exactly. written on them as well. Exactly. So, so th- basically, the message is: please don't drop your litter. Absolutely. Anywhere. Anywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Bill, it's been brilliant talking to you today. And if if you've been listening Thank to you. this or heard our, our Women Today special with Bill, uh, and you would like to recommend someone for our Conister Rock series, do let us know. You can email Women Today at manxradio.com. Women Today, brought to you by CityWing.com for your next flight away. Don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane right now with Shaw's all-new Superfast Plus Broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click shore.com. Love being sure. Terms and conditions apply.